Hello and thank you for joining me. I'm Anne. People who know me well know that I'm often reading more than one book at the same time. Depending on what's happening, I'll dip into one and then I'll dip into another. Now you know too, if you didn't already. One of the books I'm reading at the moment is called Common Prayer, A Liturgy for Ordinary Radicals. In the introduction, it talks about the importance of not only praying as an individual, but also praying with others who follow Jesus. God's deepest longing is for the church to be united as one body. Sharing prayer in common with other believers helps us to be one body. It helps us to live in ways that set us apart for God, which is often quite different to the ways in which the world lives around us or, and indeed what is happening in the world within us. Common prayer is meant to be an interruption. It disrupts our reality and refocuses it on God. It reshapes our perceptions and lives with new rhythms, with new holy days, a whole new story. This is where confession comes in. It can be hard as a Jesus follower to live in ways that are consistent with God's values and Jesus' teaching. Because we live in a world where many people do not believe in God or accept his values, his ways. Last week, one of the Bible readings suggested in this book, Common Prayer, was from Deuteronomy chapter 13. Essentially, this chapter says that we're likely to find ourselves in situations that urge, um, invite, persuade us to prioritise and value things other than God, even though we have chosen to love God and follow his ways. Deuteronomy calls these priorities and values other gods, gods you have not known. Sadly, we can get to know them all too well. According to Joan Chittister, false gods are very easy to come by in life. They seduce us with power and money and fame. They are the things I can't give up, the things I can't do without the things that shout out my identity to the world so that the world can know how important I am. We make gods out of the positions we hold. We make gods out of the social system we have cultivated. We make gods out of money and the baubles and trinkets of our lives. We learn to make gods even of our religious practices and spiritual disciplines that are meant to lead us beyond ourselves to God. The fact is, we all fall short in with the way we practice our faith and how we love God and our neighbours. Confession is simply being honest with God about these things, both in our personal prayers and in our communal prayers. There's a great observation in the book Common Prayer that I'm reading. Just because our prayer lives are personal does not mean they are private. You can hide nothing from God, Dietrich Bonhoeffer says. 
The mask you wear before men will do you no good before him. He wants to see you as you are. He wants to be gracious to you. You do not have to go on lying to your brothers and sisters in Christ as if you were without sin. You can dare to be a sinner. Prayers of confession can bring healing to you personally and to us together as Christ's community. Only with contrite hearts and in confession can God bring his amazing mercy and grace to cover each and every situation. I leave you now with a word from Jesus' brother, James. Make this your common practice. Confess your sins to each other and pray for each other so that you can live together whole and healed. The prayer of a person living right with God is something powerful to be reckoned with. I'll see you tomorrow. Bye for now. Mm -hmm.